Hey friends and fam, it's John and it's time for the JMart cast for Monday, May 15th. What's going on? How are ya? Recording a little bit late today. It's already evening on Monday. Sorry about the late release. Just had my kid's birthday last weekend. Uh, didn't have in-laws watching children, which means didn't have as much free time to be able to record. Sorry about that, but here we are. JMart cast is up for this week. Your number one place for your financial and physical health advice. Jmart is here to help you get through all the crap that's out there on the internet on how to get healthy and wealthy. I'll be honest, I am healthy, but I'm not quite wealthy yet. I mean, if I were to compare my situation with a lot of the world, I am doing much better than most people, most of my friends in fact, but ultimately <laughs> I'm not like a wealthy billionaire or anything like that. I do have a good sense of what is going on in the world, I think. Uh, I'd love to hear opposing opinions to tell me if I got anything wrong, but I'll just keep sharing what my thoughts are. And if there's any value in what you're hearing, then hopefully you will come back and listen some more. And if not, then I'll probably just talk to myself and not really hurt anybody. So no harm done, no harm, no foul. But in any case, thank you for being here with me, spending your usually Monday morning, not Monday morning this time around as I'm <laughs> releasing the episode late. Hope you've had a great week. Mine's been good. Wanted to talk a little bit about health as per usual. In one of the previous podcast episodes, I talked about my framework for health, how I view the different components that comprise health, the different factors that you really got to work on to attain health. I named them. They were breath, physical activity, nutrition, your environment, and the social connections that you have. And I wanted to a little bit focus on, or focus a little bit on, the social connections component of what constitutes health, because that's one that often gets ignored, or is just thrown in there, but is not actually uh, expanded upon. I think an easy way to look at this is just think about what does a person need to thrive socially, right? If someone is not surrounded by loving, caring, positive people, then you can see a higher probability of a future in that person's life where their health deteriorates. And because of the lack of the support structure behind that person, they fall through the cracks and the healthcare system that we have is not able to support them and rehabilitate them back to their normal level of health, right? In the last few years, with an increase in the social isolation that people have been feeling, there's been an increase in the number of deaths of despair, deaths from drug overdoses. And, you know, so the data kind of reflects this. And just a personal example, well, it's not personal to me, but um, a neighbor of mine, actually, um, they, uh, my neighbors have an elderly like their mother who's in, in their 80s is an elderly woman that lives with them and you know she's got a lot of health issues and on top of that she recently underwent an infection and uh, you know had a huge problem with her health where she was unresponsive and luckily they were able to get her to the hospital and help um, you know, take care of the acute problems that she was having. But once she was stabilized, she was unable to uh, walk around or even eat food or swallow it. But luckily, this person has a strong safety net of 
people in her family who love her, who support her, who went to the hospital every day and fed her and make sure and coached her to be able to start relearning how to swallow food again, basic things like that. And she's made an amazing recovery, something that my wife and I did not think would would have been possible, but she's done it through the fact that she has this support structure available to her that showed up and did the hard work and, you know, did all these things to be able to rehabilitate her back to not quite as well as she was prior to the infection, but pretty close, something that, you know, is is rare to see in, in these kinds of instances. So that social connection of people there is a very important layer of protection from disease, from health deterioration. So don't forget about it. Don't ignore it. Value your relationships, nurture them, grow them, and be grateful for them. With that said, I'm going to switch over to a quick Bitcoin update. I'm not going to keep the podcast episode long this week, just a short one since I'm late anyway. So the price of one Bitcoin, actually before the price, of course, the block height, we are on block height 789,933. Price of one Bitcoin is trading at 27,196 US dollars. One US dollar will buy you 3,678 Satoshis or SATs for short. These are the smallest subunit that a Bitcoin can be broken down into. One Bitcoin subdivides 100 million times into 100 million Satoshis. Speaking of Satoshis, by the way, if you'd like to support the podcast, why don't you listen to it through a podcasting 2.0 app? The most popular one is called Fountain. And a couple of other options that are good ones also to try out are called Podverse and Breeze. Check them out. Fountain's a really good one because just for listening to podcasts, they give people Satoshis or Bitcoin, uh, just a few small amounts. And in addition to the fact that you can earn Satoshis, you can also send them to the podcasters that you like listening to. So if you like listening to what you're hearing on the JMartcast, if you listen to it through Fountain, Breeze, or Podverse, or any of these podcasting 2.0 apps, you can send some Bitcoin my way as a thank you. If that's not your style, no worries. Another way you can support the podcast is just simply through leaving a review either on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or just share the podcast episode with somebody who you think might enjoy listening to it. By the way, one quick thing I forgot to mention is with the podcasting 2.0 apps, you can also leave a comment with the Satoshis that you send. So if you leave a comment with the Satoshis that you send, I'll definitely read it on the next podcast episode. All right, so we covered some physical health. Now let's go over financial health. What did we want to talk about today? I wanted to introduce this idea of nobody knows how to make a pencil. (laughs) It's an idea that I got from um, learning about Milton Friedman, who's a well-known economist, libertarian. And he used this idea about how nobody knows how to make a pencil as a concept for explaining how free markets work and the importance of voluntary cooperation and exchange for the economy to work together. So basically, if you hold up a pencil and think about its creation, then you might realize that there's actually no single individual on the planet that possesses all the knowledge and skills that are required to produce that pencil. 
because if you think about all the different parts that compose the pencil, so we've got the graphite, right? That's at the core of the pencil. That's what you need it for writing, right? That might be coming from some mine, maybe in South America, let's say. So you'd need all the information or knowledge on how to run a mine and how to extract graphite. Then we've got the wooden part of the pencil that, okay, so you need to do some logging, get lumber, who knows where that's from. Let's say that's from the Pacific Northwest or something. Then you need the, you know, it's a yellow pencil. So you need some yellow paint for the outside of the wood. So where's that coming from? You need some chemicals, let's say from Europe to make that yellow color. Then we've got that metal band that holds the pencil to the eraser. Then uh, let's say that's coming from material sourced in Asia. Now you got like four different continents, four different skills and knowledge bases that you need from like metalworking to logging to chemicals to, um, you know, running a mine to extract graphite. So, and then on top of that, think about the machinery and the transportation systems that are involved in the production and the distribution of the pencil. So even that's even more specialized knowledge and more coordination required. And so the point in telling the story by Milton Friedman is to emphasize that there's actually no central planner or authority figure that is doing all of this. And they couldn't possibly do, do this because all the information required to create this pencil efficiently is impossible for one person to be able to do that. So the market, through this decentralized nature, it enables people to freely exchange their services, their goods in, in the specialized skills and knowledge that they have. And then through cooperation, which is voluntary and exchange, which is voluntary, we get efficient production and distribution of goods such as this pencil. And it's all driven by individual self-interest all the parties that have the specialized skill and knowledge that are contributing to the production of this pencil they're all doing it for personal individual self-interest profit for themselves and this is the magic or the power of free market systems that can coordinate the activities of countless individuals in a way that no central planner or authority could ever do. But the system is being corrupted because the most important tool in this production system is corrupted, which is money. If you think about every single step in the process of creating a pencil, let's say, there are transactions that happen between individuals through money, right? It's the medium of exchange. But if that tool is corrupted in a way that the units that represent the money are constantly debased and are impossible to use as a way of measuring actual value, then that efficient, productive coordination of these individuals is disrupted. All central planning does is it wastes resources by distorting the market through money printing. And that brings me to this video that I saw of this U.S. Uh, congressman. Uh, his name is Brad Sherman. And 
it's this funny like 14 second uh short video clip of him being like crypto bros made over a trillion dollars out of thin air (laughs) and then he goes they'll accuse the u.s government of making money out of thin air maybe we do but we're the u.s government I got to play you this clip because the actual voice that he uses to say all this stuff is so funny. Like the first time I heard it, I thought for sure this must be a deep fake video. It can't be real, not only because of what he's saying, but because of how he's saying it. It, It's just so comical. Let's check this out together. Listen to this. Crypto bros make money literally by making money and they've made over a trillion dollars out of thin air. Um, they'll accuse the U.S. government of making money out of thin air. Maybe we do, but we're the U.S. government. <laughs> out of thin air. Maybe we do, but we're the U.S. government. Like, it's just so funny the, the way he says it. Like, we print money out of thin air, but we're the U.S. government. We're allowed. He's saying the quiet part out loud, except he's missing one last little part. Right. He's got to say, maybe we do, but we're the U.S. government. We got the biggest guns. We'll fuck you up if you don't do as we say. (laughs) Does anybody hear that and think, oh, yeah, this is very trustworthy. I want to be a part of that system where just a select few group of people who are not elected, who get to centrally plan the value of money that affects the lives of everybody, literally everybody, right? No, it's not fair. That's why Bitcoin is the alternative that I'm focusing on because there will only ever be 21 million and there is no special group of people who have the privilege of making Bitcoin for themselves and nobody else. It is an open, permissionless, network that anybody can join anybody can have a hand in creating new bitcoin and there will only ever be 21 million so if you're interested in bitcoin and want to learn more please reach out and let's have a chat about it you can send an email to jmartfit at substack.com or reach out to me on the socials at jmartfit on instagram and twitter i'm on telegram too also at jmartfit reach out to me any which, which way you like That's all I've got for this week, everyone. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll catch you next week. Stay active, be grateful. JMart out.